What's up, guys? Welcome to the Kate Take Podcast, episode nine. <sighs> Finally, I get to go back to work this week. I went back Monday, but this weekend is really when I get to start working like I usually do. So finally get my sleep schedule right and I can actually go and do things and create like a schedule for myself like before I was in surgery and the whole recovery process. So I'm glad that it's coming to a close, but this is going to be a struggle for me to discipline myself to get back on it, to be able to do this still and just really make the most out of my day because you feel kind of garbage when you can't. I don't know if that's just me, but when I'm not productive, I really hate my life (laughs) because if I sleep my whole day away, which I've been doing lately, then I wake up in the evening and then I end up staying up all night and then the whole thing is just, it's a rotation of nothingness. So this kind of keeps me on my toes, but I know when I go back to work, it's going to make it even better for me. Something that Jalen Hurts said, just one thing with uh, the Eagles right now that I want to mention, and I'm really happy he said this because this is just a reflection of what I was saying with our team is not at all tested. It popped up on my Instagram feed and he says, I've gone 8-0 before and then lost a national championship. We haven't accomplished anything yet. Good job, Jalen. No, seriously, good head on your shoulders because it shows that you're not giving into what I was afraid would happen where, oh, look at us. Yeah, at least he knows that if it doesn't matter if you go a certain number, whatever, and know, in the season and then you lose where it matters the most. So I'm I'm happy that he's not thinking that way. Gives me a little bit more confidence, puts me at ease, and I'm excited for, for Monday. I might be going to the game. We'll see. Hey, guys, just wanted to take a minute here to talk to you about listener support. As you know, this podcast is not monetized, so instead listeners can donate as much or as little as they wish to show their love. Listener support is an optional monthly donation to support this podcast in order to sustain future episodes. Click the link in this podcast description to show your support today. One thing that I did on Wednesday was one of my best friends and I went to see, like, we, we go to see movies all the time. I haven't really gone to the theater um, ever since her and I started going together. Just haven't had the time. I haven't really been interested in the movies. And also, when things come out on streaming in a couple of weeks, there's really no point in me spending money to go to the movies or her spending money for me to go to the movies or whatever it is. So it, it's rare that I go, but I'm kind of getting back into it. We went to see the movie Till, and we had seen the trailer. Usually her and I go see horror movies or thrillers, but I would argue that Till is a horror movie in itself, at least for the mother of Emma Till. We were the two white people in the theater, and we were sitting there like watching the movie, and there was not a dry eye in that house. It was a horrifying horrifying piece of history and I'm I'm happy that we went to see it because it really puts a lot into perspective and I was sitting there physically angered because the fact that no one got reprimanded for this and if they did it was like a slap on the wrist and even though the people who murdered him got 
a warrant or they admit, sorry, they admitted that they did it. They still got nothing. I will tell you this. I'm not going to spoil the movie, but they don't hold back with the things that you would think they would hold back on. They don't do that, which I'm happy they don't do that. Because with a story like this, you really do need to see the horrors of what happened. There were a lot of pieces in that movie that I knew nothing about. So it was a really educational experience. And there's a thing called just anger. When you're angry at something justly, <laughs> meaning there's a good valid reason why you're mad. I felt that the whole way through. It was, it was a very emotional experience and I'm glad we did it. So, you know, no one's telling me to tell you this, but if you have a second or an evening, go, go see that movie, get some perspective on things. So I finally got done of season five of The Crown. Yeah, I finished the whole season. I'm a little bit irritated. Nothing really happened, to be honest. And I sat there and I watched the whole thing. And you kind of see a little bit of Charles and Diana. I'll put it this way. If you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen to the rest of this. Because I'm going to cover kind of what they covered in a nutshell. I'm obviously not going to go into detail. But in previous seasons, I feel like there's been more drama. I don't know if maybe they were afraid. Like the writers were afraid of going to certain places with this series. Because the royals have spoken out about it multiple times. Saying, oh, that's not who we are. False portrayal. They could be in serious trouble if they actually write things that the royals could perceive as false or that's not 100% accurate or whatever it is. And because of them being cautious, they're not telling the whole story or they're leaving parts out. And I feel like in season five, like the one that was just released literally two days ago, they really ice skated around certain things. Or if they brought something up, it was mentioned in one sentence. And that kind of ruined it for me. They go over Charles and Diana, of course, in season four, it left off as she was really on the rocks with Charles. And then it does cover her revenge dress and her brief, like, affairs as well, because I do want to mention, and for the record, Diana did cheat as well. It was not just Charles, but I think they're both to blame. I think that Charles is more guilty only because... Charles was cheating on Diana the whole time with Camilla, the whole time. And Diana only did once she found out that Charles was doing that or saw that Charles was doing that. So they're both wrong. I, I don't agree with either one of them. I'm never on team cheater, okay? But if I were to pick the lesser of the two evils, it would be Diana. And I think kind of everybody feels that way. I do have friends in England, so I, I do want to ask them, have they seen the crown? What do they feel about it? Or if they've seen season five and they're kind of in agreement with me on this, I'm not sure. It's not that dramatic except for one scene in episode nine when Charles really says horrible things to Diana. And the scene starts when they're having a great little meal together. They're already divorced at that point and they're talking and it's going well. And then Charles just flips on her and he takes what she's saying the totally wrong way. And it was a really sad scene to watch. And Charles basically says, I'm so happy that 
you're out of the family now and all this stuff. It's like, well, first of all, she's never going to be out of the family. She's the mother of your two kids. Speaking of the kids, William taking the brunt of that entire divorce was painful to watch because these are figures that are alive right now. (laughs) And when you watch them as little kids in this series, I mean, you you just get an inside look, at least the best we can, to, to their childhood. And William was torn between the two parents, but he was also trying to support his mom and dealing with the bullies at school who knew that he was the prince. And that was just really hard on him. They didn't go into Harry really at all in this season. They might go in a little bit more next season, but season six just started filming in September like two months ago. So I don't know when that's going to come out, but it's going to be a long time. So what else happened that I wanted to bring up? Let's see. Okay. Yeah. So with the queen, I I mentioned before that um, it's Imelda Staunton. That's, that's her name. Imelda Staunton, who played Umbridge in Harry Potter, who was the queen of England in the crown in season five. So she does a fantastic job, by the way. It's just perfect casting, in my opinion. And she kind of goes through more of an emotional side of the queen that was not shown previously. And it didn't cover just much of the historical parts. I mean, it had to, it went there, but there wasn't that much. The only drama was with Diana, really. That seemed to be it. I mean, there was a couple things with the queen, like she lost her ship or something and a new prime minister comes in and all of that stuff. And but there's really nothing more. There's brief conflicts with Russia. They do a lot of flashbacks to when the Romanovs were murdered back in 1917. So there are flashbacks and a little too many of them. But I always like to see Claire Foy come back and do her Queen Elizabeth you know, performance from the first two seasons. Kind of upsetting that they didn't go further because I thought season five would end on a more cliffhanger note and it really didn't. I honestly thought they were going to cover Diana's death, which they don't. So full disclosure, they do not. Um, They end it in 1996. So it follows the years 91 through 96. And... Obviously, Diana passes in 97, so season six is going to cover that. What I thought they should have done was they should end season six or renew it for a season seven and end the show altogether with the Queen's passing, because that would be a perfect story of the Queen, and you should just name it the story of Queen Elizabeth, (laughs) and that should really be it. But they apparently aren't going to do that. Uh, From what I've read, at least, they're going to go into the early 2000s. So we're not really going to see that. I want to know if we're going to see William meeting Kate, though, because they met in 2001. So that would be interesting if we saw that. But I don't know if they will. So that's kind of where that season is. It was hard to watch Diana go through as much as she went through. Um, oh, the BBC interview that she did and everyone just really taking a dump on her and saying, why is she doing this? Why is she speaking out? How dare she? In a way, I kind of felt like Diana. And, and this is what I mean. 
I've been in situations before when people have tried to discredit me. People have tried to basically say my emotions don't matter, my opinions don't matter, my story doesn't matter. And I was watching Diana go through it and thinking, no, they're not going to quiet me. They're not going to silence me. Like, I'm not going down without a fight. I deserve to tell my own story, too. Well below the level she dealt with it, but similar emotions, I guess. And that was, like, inspiring to see her just go forward and say, no, um, I'm not going to be quiet. I'm going to keep saying things. I don't really care who sees it or what they say because I'm so hurt. I don't care. I've been there before. Obviously, you got to be responsible with what you say. But I think that after watching that and then after watching her actual BBC interview, because I did go back and watch it, the actress that plays Diana did a perfect job. I was a little worried, but she was perfect. Um, I know she's an Australian actress. I, I forget her name. I would have to look it up. But yeah, that, that those are my emotions going into that. Side note, though, because I said in the last episode that I had to stomach watching Camilla Parker Bowles on the screen. Recently, I would say two days ago, maybe, on the day of the premiere of, of season five, which I think is ironic, but I think planned. There was this gentleman in York, England, who pelted eggs at Camilla and King Charles. Prince, formerly Prince Charles, now King Charles. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Am I wrong and bad for saying that? I mean, that guy clearly is not a fan of them. And wow, it just goes to show you what the show does. Because the show definitely had an impact on a guy throwing eggs at them. For real. And he was arrested. <laughs> the look on his face, if you look this up on Google, is funny looking. He just kind of is laughing the whole time. And, I mean, this is the impact of Netflix and the show and the media. Because Netflix is making an entire generation hate Camilla and King Charles. They really are. My mom said, and I agree with her, that Diana is going to haunt Charles till the last of his days. And she will. I don't know how I could live with treating somebody like that. It, it, it definitely wouldn't sit right with me. I wonder if Camilla feels any guilt. Because she was also married and cheated on her husband. So, so many people were affected by just the two of them. He should have never married Diana. It's that simple. His parents forced the marriage between the two of them. Otherwise, Charles would have never married Diana at all. But I just feel bad that Diana, such an innocent young teenage girl, just met a prince and got swept away. And that whole situation just destroyed her, quite literally. And the fact also, and I think this is the last point from the season I wanted to discuss, was everyone spying on her phone calls, everybody going through her personal, like, mail and letters, and everyone who was around her that was secretly a spy for the royal family to see what she was doing. Wow. I mean, I guess it's, it was all fair game. But she had no privacy. I don't know how I would have coped with that. But God rest her soul. And I hope she has the justice now that she did not get on Earth, because that is just crazy. 
craziness. And I hope that uh, Charles and Camilla have a good dry cleaner. Because <laughs> I thought that was funny. I'm sorry. I don't like the two of them. I've said that before and I stand by it. So just a little short one today for you guys, but I will be back tomorrow. And I'm sorry that my uploads are taking forever. I'm going to see what's going on with it so you guys can get these as quickly as possible. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with your friends and follow on the official Instagram page for this podcast, The Kate Take Pod. I appreciate you guys for sticking around listening to me ramble. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye.